Welcome to the Rory Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Rohn, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Tedrick Wilkins. He is a guard for St. Francis University men's basketball team, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We will deep dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Roadie Run Back, episode 94, and I have an awesome interview for you guys today with Tedrick Wilcox. He is a, a guard for St. Francis University men's basketball team. It was just a great interview overall with Tedrick. I really enjoyed our conversation. Tedrick, we talked about how he got into basketball, you know, playing with his family and all his cousins, and how it made him the player he is today, how he's a late bloomer playing his high school ball at Tolman, and then playing at Rocky Hill. The decision to go to Dominican and his decision to go to St. Francis University. Great interview overall with Tedrick. Uh, we talked about why like Rhode Island is so underestimated, and you know what? I'm so happy that he's one of the guys from Rhode Island that's representing us and helping us put us on the map. Just a great interview overall with this young man. I really enjoyed our conversation. But before we get into the interview, remember you can watch the interview today on YouTube by searching the Rhodey Runback. Remember hit that like, share, and subscribe button. And if you can't make it to YouTube, you can just stay tuned here and listen on the podcast platform that you're currently listening to. Just hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Now for our interview with Tedrick. All right, ready? Yep. All right, on today's show, I welcome on a very special guest. He's Tedrick Wilcox. He's a recent commit for St. Francis men's basketball team. Tedrick, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you holding up during these crazy times? It's crazy times, but I feel like it builds character. I'm doing pretty good, Dan. That's great. That's awesome. I love I love the attitude. That's that's great. Uh, Tedrick, before we get into your uh, career at Dominican and uh, talk about and your upcoming commitment to St. Francis, I want to ask you, how did you get into basketball? Uh, I mean, I feel like I was just like inherited, like growing up, had a bunch of cousins that played sports. My family is very family oriented, so I was always around my cousins at their house. A bunch of them, we were just, there was a bunch of us, so we had enough to go to the basketball court and play five on five if we wanted to or go to the football field and get a whole seven on seven game. So it was just always being around family, being a kid, playing sports, being outside and just eventually the love stuck more with basketball than anything else. That's awesome. That's so that's so cool that you had like such a big family too to play with all your cousins and play five on five or play football or whatever. Now who would get the best of each other of all your cousins? Would it be you or would it be another cousin? Or <laughs> Nah, to be honest, I was probably a late bloomer. Like being younger, when I was younger, all, all my older cousins beat me. Like a name you would probably recognize, like Davida Dale. She just graduated at URI. Yeah. And she she just won the MVP overseas in Lithuania, actually. But wow. So like she was one of the better ones on the court. But a bunch of us, like growing up in the Providence area, you got to pretty much play with all the names that you know now. So along with being my cousins and playing with everybody, making each other better. That's awesome. How's that? How that like build you uh you know make you tougher and build that toughness and make you the player that you are today i mean being one of the youngest literally everything was a fight <laughs> no matter what it was like you you could never get your way you pretty much had to fight for it so in the sports world like i just got used to playing with my older cousins people that was bigger stronger faster more aggressive and it just 
it put a dog in me, I guess, like made me play with that fight. That's awesome. That's amazing. And what was your time too with uh, Tolman High School and being a uh, part of that and playing, playing, playing your career, some of your high school career there? I mean, Tolman was fun. I got to play with my boy DeAndre for a couple of years. It was a, it was a pretty good experience. Honestly, it was me kind of getting a chance to find myself. Honestly, like, because Tolman was probably around the, the first chance I really got to go, like, be the guy, I feel like. Like, on my AU teams and just Boys and Girls Cup leagues and stuff like that, I felt like I wasn't always that guy yet. And Tolman, I kind of stood out. So I got a chance to develop myself, learn myself. That's great. What's it like, too, to take that role over to be the guy? I mean, it's kind of everything you want it to be. It's what you dream of, but it comes with its burdens as well. You take the responsibility for wins, but you also have to take the responsibility for losses, take the responsibility of making your team better. you got to be like the coach on the floor. So it has its pros and its cons, but when you want to be in that position, you got to accept it all. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's amazing. That's a great answer. And how did you end up deciding it in playing, to play at Rocky Hill? Well, I mean, Tolman, it was pretty good, but... I felt like the competition level wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be. And it wasn't going to help me develop as much as a player. Like the Rhode Island, it's scholastic league. It's a good league, but I feel like it's only good for Rhode Island. Like it's not really known for developing kids and getting kids the proper exposure and stuff like that. So I wanted a chance to go play in the NEPSAC, a well-known league all throughout New England, play against some of the best competition in New England and be able to honestly showcase my talents and give myself an opportunity to go somewhere. Yeah, and also you won some awards too in the NEPSAC. You're all NEPS, all, all, all NEPSAC team. What did that mean to you too to kind of show those showcase those talents and prove yourself? I mean, it's not going to sound right to say, but I wasn't happy with that at all. The yeah. all NEPSAC, it's only because that year I did go all NEPSAC, we made it all the way to the championship, and I honestly felt like the game was ours to lose and. Exactly that happened. We lost it. I think we lost by like five points to New York Military Academy. Wow. And that was honestly heartbreaking. So the awards and accolades and all that after that, it didn't really mean nothing because I feel like that whole season was like championship or bust mindset. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. That's uh that's that sucks that you lost the, the championship. Um, but we built more character after that, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, do you have like a, a favorite like game from both Tolman and Rocky Hill that really stands out to you in your career? Uh, my favorite Tolman game had to be, it was the injury fund game at Tolman in my junior year. We was playing Davies. It's kind of a city rivalry, I guess you could say, but it wasn't really much of a rivalry because Davies hasn't been all that good the past, well, my couple years. So we played them, but it was a good game. I came off the bench that game. I want to say I finished with like 27 points. We had a packed crowd. The crowd was going crazy. And I caught my first ever in-game dunk. So that was definitely my favorite game at home. That's awesome. That's that's amazing. What about one at Rocky Hill? Uh, my favorite game at Rocky Hill. To be honest, we got into a bunch of good games. Like, I don't know if I could say one particularly my favorite. It would have to be between like, the game we played against Redemption Christian Academy in the Christmas tournament, we came back down like, I want to say like 16 points in like two and a half minutes and won that game. Wow. Or that same year we played Putnam Science Academy and I hit a game winning layup at in Putnam's gym. That same year I had like 45 in a NEPSAC semifinal game. So it would have to be between those three games at Rocky Hill because those are all pretty memorable. 
Wow, those are all awesome, man. Especially against they hit the game winner against Putnam Science. That's gotta be that had been wild too. That was wild, definitely. It was a back and forth dogfight game the whole time. And for us to come up on top the way we did, it was definitely a thrill. That's awesome. That's so cool. Also, what's it like just to catch an in-game dunk from someone that can't dunk? Just wanna just you know, live by three years. <laughs> I mean, the first one, there was honestly no moment like the first one. Like, yeah. I'm sure you know playing sports, like you always got adrenaline in the game. So, like for instance, you get hit, you don't really feel the pain, like you're tired, you don't really feel it. But I really felt like catching a dunk in the game, like it's almost like a video game when you see like Goku go Super Saiyan. Like it just gives you a whole new, <laughs> you and your whole team, a whole new boost of energy. The whole gym lights up. Like it just, it gets everybody excited. It gets you going, gets your blood pumping. Like it's just a rush. It's fun. That's awesome. That's going to be so cool to have the gym go crazy and then your teammates go nuts as well too. Yeah. Like I think catching the dunk, it doesn't only hype you up, but it definitely hypes up all five guys on the court. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's so cool. And now what was your recruiting process like and how did you decide to go to Dominican uh, college? I mean, I think that's where the, the part about being from Rhode Island and being overlooked comes in because out of high school, I only had two scholarship offers. It was Dominican College and Franklin Pierce. I mean, I probably had double digit schools in contact, but I like a lot of them just kept saying like, we don't know what he's going to do at this level. Like, we don't know if his game's really going to hold up here. Like, they didn't really give a lot of credit to the competition that we played against in Rhode Island, so they didn't know how I would look against their level of competition. So I was overlooked a lot because of that. So having Dominican College and Franklin Pierce both offer me, I took the time to go on visits to both places, get to know the coaching staff, and Dominican right away. There was my first scholarship offer. They just made it feel like a home. The guys on the team, it was instantly a brotherhood. The coaching staff made me feel welcome. They let me know they was going to put me in a position where I want to be today. And so it just seemed like the right fit. And I went there and and honestly was. That's, that's I feel like great. That was the right decision. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You found the right fit. And it, it sounded like you had a like, very successful career there. So I want to touch upon the um, – from being from RI and, uh, you know, being underestimated and, you know, you, you had mentioned, someone asked you this question recently, so online. And I mean, what does that mean? Like, cause I feel like we from Rhode Island were always overlooked in some sort of way. Even when you tell people you're from Rhode Island, they're like, is that part of New York? But like, you know, it's like, like, what's it mean to you, you know, being from RI, a small state, being underestimated and now, Look, like now you're proving people wrong. Like even those coaches that overlooked you, like look at you now you're a division one going to division one. What's that mean to you? I mean, growing up in Rhode Island, just as a kid, seeing all these professionals and even famous people like Rhode Island literally never really had no one or anything that was like recognizable ideal. And I just hated that. And then as you get older and you're talking with people, you're building connections and, like you tell me you're from Rhode Island, like you said, they're like, where's that Long Island? Like New York, like nobody knows where Rhode Island is. Nobody outside of the state probably knows anyone from Rhode Island. So it just, that always bothered me. So ever since a kid, I wanted to make sure to make my name known. Like I, I wanted to be a household name and just make Rhode Island known, honestly, because I feel like we're overlooked in every aspect and we have just as much talent, just as meant, like just as much skill, just as much as anyone, any other state in anything even besides basketball. So I feel like I just want to be able to give us an opportunity for people to see that. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I fully agree. I think Rhode Island's full of talented basketball players as well as other people in other sports. And I think it's amazing to have uh, yourself and guys out there who are playing Division One, and, you know, we're playing college sports to kind of prove those those aspects wrong, you know, here in Rhode Island as well, too. So I think I think it's amazing. And I love that quote that you said, because I think we are so underestimated. It drives, it drives me nuts. So that I'm glad yeah. that. Glad that you want to prove prove those people wrong. It makes me happy to hear that. <laughs> um, but I want to know too. Uh, you know, when you're at Dominican College, what's that? What's that change of pace like? What's your freshman year like? How do you adjust to the speeds? What adjustments do you have to make? I mean, it was definitely a big adjustment. Like a lot of, I started every game at Dominican College, but a lot of people don't know when I first came in, I was on the third string team. Like in practice. Practices was tough for me. Like, my upperclassmen didn't give me no leeway. They didn't take it easy on me, but it was because they expected more out of me. So, at first, it was a big jump. It was Everyone was faster than me. Everyone was stronger. So, like, they just – not necessarily faster than me, but, like, read the game faster than me, like, understood it more than me. So, passes I was used to making in high school, and it's like, they seen it coming. They were stealing it. Like, when I was going to the basket week, I wasn't finishing as much. So, it definitely took a little bit of adjusting. It probably took me maybe – what preseason started like October 15th, I want to say is the date. And our first game wasn't till like the second week of November, but I didn't get the starting job till literally like a week before the first game. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it took me a while. Like, I definitely had to get adjusted. But then once I got adjusted, and believe it or not, it's a faster game, but the way for me to get adjusted was slowing myself down. Yeah, I think I came in knowing it was faster, trying to play faster through this and that, and I was just playing too fast, too ahead of myself. So I slowed the game down, really started paying attention, learning the game, understanding the game, and from there, it just it helped. That's when I blossomed, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you have a lot of accolades, too, as well, too, from your uh, freshman year, being named all freshman, uh, like, honor, was it freshman of the week, right? You were named a few times. and uh, Yeah, I think I, like, freshman of the week, maybe, like, twice. I think I got, like, um, like honorable mention once, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, I know, obviously, the rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I think it's just amazing. And then, you know, you my favorite accolade from freshman year, though, has to be the conference championship. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that? What was it like to win the conference championship, man? What's that like? Like to win that your freshman year, you're cutting down the net. So the picture of you cutting down the net, do you guys get a ring too? No, we didn't get a ring. We got a medal. Okay. And then a big, we brought a trophy back to campus. That's that's awesome. And were you guys, did you guys have a tournament or was it because of COVID you guys couldn't play? Uh, we didn't get to play the NCAA tournament that year, no. no. Literally, the day before we were supposed to travel, it got shut down. No, the day we were going to travel, we was in practice. And after practice, we were supposed to be getting on the bus to travel to Bridgeport because Bridgeport was hosting the East region. And midway through practice, they shut down the tournament. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. So, like, would you guys, did you guys finish our practice or just kind of talked about it? Or <laughs> uh, If I remember correctly that day, I want to say, like, the Duke AD had pulled Duke out of the NCAA tournament. And, like, right before our practice, and our coach was saying something to us, like, the Duke AD is the chairman of the NCAA tournament. So if he's pulling his team, like, he kind of knew what was coming. So the vibe in practice, like, it was kind of known. Yeah. So practice didn't feel the same. Like, everything was just funny. So then when it happened, like, it was a little expected, but it was heartbreaking. 
at the same time because we had like six seniors like for their career to come to an end that way yeah like without like without them even getting a chance to fight for like that hurt and then we was having such a great season with it for it to just be cut short like that without anyone actually beating us like that hurt so it was it was a little devastating it was heartbreaking that's tough, man. Yeah, that, that, that stinks. It's definitely heartbreaking. Feel bad for those seniors as well, too, for their senior to end like that. And what was that like for you guys this year? Would you guys have a, a somewhat of a season at least, or did you just all do all conference play? Uh, yeah. So the season was all conference play, but like I want to say we had maybe twelve games on our schedule, but with all the nonsense and contact tracing and quarantining and stuff like that i think we only played seven. Oh wow Good. so we played seven regular season games then our conference tournament was supposed to be like a six-team tournament and then a literally days before the tournament like a week before the conference tournament this year four out of the six teams or five out of seven something like that got covid or con some type of contact tracing and had to quarantine so they canceled our conference tournament this year. We didn't get to go repeat. Yeah. And then what happened? And then, yeah, we got to – so they canceled the conference tournament. We had – so there was three weeks in between our last game and our first NCAA tournament game. Oh it was like two and a half weeks, we had no games. Just practice, 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 and days off until we played an NCAA tournament. Oh, wow. That's, that's crazy. And what was it like playing an NCAA tournament and actually being able to get that experience? I mean, the experience, honestly, was great. I mean, it, it's not the real experience you're looking for, because obviously as a kid, like you see the NCAA tournament on TV, you're in a big arena, there's crowds, like it's a whole different new level of excitement. So like with no fans, that took away from it a little bit, but still the experience felt real. It was honestly like, like I said, a dream come true. And I'm sad that it ended the way it did, but yeah, it was still a great moment in my life that's awesome that's great I mean it's great experiences that you've been experiencing and everything and now I want to know what was the decision to transfer and end up committing to St. Francis University well honestly the decision was probably made long ago not necessarily St. Francis but coming into the Dominican College I never was looking to go there for four years like yeah. like I said under recruited out of high school and everyone around me felt that so we just made a plan for me to go there for whatever amount of, there was no set amount of time, but the plan was for me to go to Dominican college, showcase my talents, do what I had to do, and hopefully create some opportunities for myself to play at the level I want to be. That's awesome. That's amazing. And congratulations on that commitment. That's a great, great accomplishment overall to play division one. Uh, I'll definitely get some games there. I'd love to have some fans there and I'll have to get some Frank's St. Francis gear for sure. Um, yeah. So I want to, now I want to ask some questions that are for fun and just sort of thanks for the listeners because I know you as well too, but I have a question coming in from someone uh, that you probably know. His name is Isaiah Miranda. He wants to know if you can block Boy. any of, yeah, he wants to know if you can block any of his shots. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I was home a week and a half ago and me and Isaiah was at PCB playing one-on-one. -on -one. And I don't need to speak too much on the podcast of the results, but he knows what happened. <laughs> he knows what happened. Oh, I don't know. He he was, he, I had him on the show recently and he goes, are you having Tedrick on? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, would you have a question for him? And then, so I figured, hey, ask, that's what he wanted me to ask you. But, you need to ask Isaiah if he could guard me. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll flip, I'll flip the script. I'll ask him on that one. I'm gonna have to add it back into the podcast. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, what, do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions? Uh, not necessarily rituals or superstitions, but I was, I'm a big candy guy. Before every game, you'll probably see me in like two or three different pieces of candy. What is there like a go-to candy that you have to have? No, nah, I just like sweet stuff. Like not no chocolate, not like that. I like like gummies, like Mike and Ike's, gummy worms, sour patches, like something sweet. I need something sweet before the game. <laughs> Why is that? Just because just uh... <laughs> to be honest, I don't even it really has nothing to do with basketball. Because <laughs> you catch me outside the game just walking around, you're probably gonna see me with some candy in my hand. I just like candy. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. That's uh that's that's awesome. Do you have a favorite candy? Uh we'll probably have to go with gummy worms right now. Yeah, that's a good choice. Those those are one of my favorites as well, too. Um, and do you have a favorite uh, music and artist? Uh, to be honest, I, the favorite artist, like you could give it to Drake, but I feel like the amount, like the different types of music I listen to, I would just have to give you like a top five. Go ahead. Give me top five. It, all, it just varies, but it would be like Drake, G Herbo, Gunna, Young Thug. And then like Babyface Ray, some new rap I've been listening to from Detroit. Oh, nice! That's awesome. I I've heard of a couple of guys. I've heard Ghana has been like the name a lot that a lot of kids have been. You guys have been saying lately. It's been like yeah, the, a lot of people uh, like Ghana. Yeah, yeah, the up and coming. Do you have a favorite uh, NBA team or a favorite player? Both. Uh my favorite player right now, it's it, it's between two people. I always like Russ. Russ is honestly my favorite player, but. Ever since Luca stepped into the league, I definitely, I definitely idolized Luca a little bit. So Russ and Luca. Nice, nice. Uh, favorite TV shows or movies? Uh, favorite show right now would have to be Power. Okay. Power is yeah. the best show on TV right now, in my opinion. Nice. Favorite movie? Uh, what's a good movie? Get Rich or Die Trying. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. And then how about uh, favorite food? Favorite food? Probably be chicken wings. Nice. Any flavor or just, just chicken wings yourself? Just chicken wings. I'm, I'm probably, you know, different types of chicken wings. It don't matter. <laughs> All right. And the last question that I always ask everyone, favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Uh, listen to music, probably. I love to listen to music. I'm always listening to music. Out of the 24 hours in a day, if I'm sleeping eight, I'm probably listening to music at least 12 out of the other 16. Like, I, there's always some type of music around. I like music, dancing, singing, like regular, just music. I'm a music guy. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Patrick, that's all the questions I have for you. Do you have any questions, comments, or statements before we sign off? Uh, no, just thank you for having me. Cool. Me. That's really it. Yeah. Okay. Of course. No problem. Anytime, man. Always welcome back on the show. Uh, good luck with everything and keep doing what you're doing and keep uh, putting Rhode Island on the map. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. That was my interview with Tedrick. I really enjoyed our conversation. Just a great young man. Amazing young man. Uh, just really enjoyed our conversation. So much fun. Just a great kid overall. So it was just a lot of fun speaking with him. Tomorrow, I have another great interview for you guys with four-star recruit A.J. Brown from Orlando Christian Prep. And then on Friday, I have another great interview for you guys with Sean Duke from Manhattan University. Great interview. Sean Duke also plays basketball here in Providence, played for Classical, and played at St. Andrews. So great interviews. 
all coming out to you guys this week. Um, so looking forward to it. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on Thursday. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday and stay safe.